Next on BYU Sports Nation, a social media championship and BYU football's nationwide recruiting phenomenon. Is Moda Kiai Longy Sasquatch? Maybe. We'll show you all the known photos and video of him, plus my conversation with the man who found him, Steve Kafusi. And don't forget, Kansas City Chief Daniel Sorensen repping the YN studio. His welcome to the NFL moment. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Thursday, never looking back. BYU Sports Nation is live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Thursday, February 5th, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Taylor Swift's next mistake, Jerem Jordan. Uh, probably not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, Couldn't we, help myself. We man. did have a um, <laughs> we did have a uh, battle of the bands this morning in our pre-show meeting. I was playing Blank Space, and our producer Ben Bagley was playing Shake, Shake it, it off. off. Yep, I couldn't. Neither would yield. Like... <laughs> I ultimately won because I plugged into the uh, conference room speakers. I could not focus for like ten minutes because of that. <laughs> huge Just BYU basketball off, game tonight. I know. Shake it off. Be huge, huge game for BYU basketball tonight. The most important game of the season when you consider the NCAA tournament at-large hopes that ride on the result for BYU. BYU's NIT bid is on the line. It's if not- they lose, it's over unless they win in Vegas. Here's the thing. They've got to win. It's not even the story for BYU today. Isn't that weird? Hashtag recruiting day awesomeness. Uh, it, was, it was fun, man. I had a lot of fun. And if... If you live under a rock, you missed a fun day yesterday because you had rap videos for each recruit. You had the coaches' video where they're just going crazy in the office. You have, uh, of course, Modiki Adlongi. We'll talk about him in a moment. BYU won a social media championship, if there's such a thing, yesterday. They dominated. In fact, uh, footballscoop.com said this. If there was a more exciting national signing day at, the, at a football facility other than the one that BYU had in Provo, I have yet to see it. Wow. It made that kind of impression with some people. Believe it. great. The conversation alive and well 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Give us your opinions on our Twitter topic today. Today's a little different. Uh, we have a photo, a, a screenshot from the video of the coaches just going crazy. Hi! Robert and I with the tomahawk chop, Bronco doing his best Boise State impression. Somehow Reno Mahe is like on a speaker <laughs> in, the back. in the back there. Preston Hadley's breaking it down. Mark Ottawaya is the MC in this. Caption this photo on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. If you're on BYU, listening on BYU Radio, we are going to tweet that out. Uh, we have tweeted that out this morning. Give us your best stuff. I saw some good ones yesterday. One said... Uh, Coca-Cola will be served at Lavelle <laughs> Edwards Stadium. That probably would prompt that kind of reaction from many fans. Someone said, home teaching will only be once a year. <laughs> oh, no. Some great, great picture. Great That's captions. Just lazy, but really funny. <laughs> hey, uh, I wouldn't mind that. Hey, church is only two hours now. Whoa. Another tweet in today, this morning from at Y for Life. One word, revitalized. I think that pretty much sums it up. Here are your other BYU Sports Nation headlines. What is going on today? We mentioned game day for BYU men's basketball. The women's basketball team will host Pepperdine 9 Eastern on BYU TV. The men at Pepperdine in Malibu, 11 Eastern on Root Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports, and the W.TV. BYU women's soccer signed four prep stars of their own yesterday, including the nation's top-ranked 
goalkeeper, Sabrina Macias. Nice. She's dyslexic. Interesting story on her that I just sent out on Twitter. And BYU women's softball picked to win the West Coast Conference. They opened the season today against Virginia and San Jose State. It's it, The season starts for softball. By the way, what is it, eight days till baseball starts? Yeah, I think. By the way, you can just say Friday. softball at BYU. There's no men's softball. That's true, softball. Here. Just, so, just for the rest of the season. You and your technicalities. The Lady Cougars of BYU softball. Me and my technicalities. I don't work in television where we need to be precise or anything. <laughs> Come on, man. Rise and shout. And the boys are you, it's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. That's brand new. Social Media Championship. Yesterday could not have gone much better for BYU from a social media and national recognition standpoint. They did it big. They did it right. Championship. A major collective effort with a draft day feel, Jerem. I was there, and it was awesome. I'm, I'm telling you, it was fantastic. It wasn't uh, open to the fans, per se, so it was like those old pl- uh, older players hanging out, enjoying themselves, announcing from the podium. He got the big board. It was sweet. It was really, really fun to be there. And uh, any notion that you know former alumni are not like welcome there, I felt completely other, uh, different. Coaches rapping, there. dancing videos, and then the catalyst yeah. that sent it Viral nationwide. Morikiai Tokolo Longi, six feet seven inches, 410 pounds from <laughs> Tonga. Never played a down of football. In 24 hours, he has become a national phenomenon. He's played some rugby. Apparently, he's light on his feet. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Now serving a mission to Arizona. He's in the Missionary Training Center, and you have to. We're going to go up the street right now and talk to him. I wish. We're just going to go in there and be like, hey, what? All the security guards. Does he have any idea about the overnight fame he has acquired? Yeah, I wonder. Surely somebody is like, dude. There's no way he could understand. My mom emailed me yesterday and said you are blowing up, man. You can't explain to someone what that means. You just have to see it. The day before he goes on his mission, he walks into Bronco Mendenhall's office and the BYU football offices. Spends 15 minutes with the coach and leaves with a full-ride scholarship to play for BYU. Um, talk about life-changing. That, and then you go into the MTC. Man, what a week for that guy. <laughs> okay, we found out about <laughs> Modakiai Longi last Friday as we were preparing for signing day. And uh, you know, we were told, hey, we're going to sign this guy. No one's going to know anything about him. We're like, oh, that's interesting. And we saw the picture. Oh, he's 4'10"? Wow. And that was it. And, like We didn't think like... Oh, my gosh, this is going to be the story. It exploded yesterday. That's an understatement. And it's continued this morning on SportsCenter. Uh, the photo with Steve Kafusi and Bronco Mendenhall. By the way, my conversation with Steve Kafusi will air later in the show. How BYU found him. We didn't air that yesterday on the show. We'll air that today. Um, and the rap was featured on SportsCenter <laughs> about him from Mark Atuaya, Preston Hadley, and Brandon Bradley. What in the world happened when he walked into Bronco's office? The coach joined us yesterday and talked about that moment. And then he walks in, and it was like, he's six seven, four hundred and ten, and he doesn't look fat. And then this thought comes, well, why not? He, gotta, he has to be able to play something, and I think he can. I don't know what yet, and I, I'm not positive other than he's humble, he's hardworking, he's a great fit at BYU, and he's six seven, four ten, and he's light on his feet. Bronco said that he... Again, he doesn't know what he's going to play. Oh, there's no, one no, position no for him. There's no one position, yeah. But he joked uh, during it's cornerback. the BYU TV signing day press conference that 
he might just have him lay out, just throw his body into three guys at the beginning of every play. There were a lot of jokes. There were a lot of jokes, and we expect to get those via the uh, caption this a little bit. But, yeah, like one guy said, BYU signed one dude to play the whole offensive line. <laughs> this morning we saw feature articles on Mount Motokiai in the following national news outlets. And this transcends sports, okay? The Wall Street Journal. That right there transcends sports. Washington Post, New York Post, Fox News, CBS Sports, Bleacher Report, ESPN Sports Bleacher Center, like Jerem said. Bleacher Report, Bleacher Report, NFL.com, SB Nation, NBC Sports, Deadspin, Sporting News. Okay. Where's the BBC? Come on. <laughs> it's going to happen. He played rugby. We've seen five pictures of him, one of them with his cousin Harvey Longy, and a seven-second video clip sent to us from Eric Morrow as part of the, the, the Tehulu football camp held in Tonga. Okay. They, uh, sorry, let's repeat that. There are five known photos of him. And seven seconds of video. <laughs> this guy is Sasquatch. He is in the beef jerky commercials. This is the guy. He makes Bronson Kafusi look small. Who makes Bronson Kafusi look small? Okay. The, the pit, his hands are unbelievably large. I mean, everything. But, okay, so originally, the picture with Harvey Longy came out about a week ago on Twitter. And he said, hey, congrats to my, something to the degree of, congrats to my cousin, who knows what that means when a Polynesian says cousin. And if you're watching on BUHTV, here are the seven seconds. We'll tweet this out. Those are the seven seconds that we have. <laughs> Emoti Kialangi. <laughs> Playing, moving. Listen, I think, it, Darren Ravel yesterday of ESPN said, is this fake? Is he even real? You know? Because he said the only picture is, is one that's blurry of him. But I see that seven seconds of video. I see the seven seconds, and I'm like, he, can, he can totally play nose tackle. Vince Wilfork, part two. Yes. The Tongan Vince Wilfork. It's so – I did not expect this to happen. And I was over there, and it's blowing up. And I said to Bronco, Longy is just blowing up. So, like, everybody's talking about him nationally. He goes, really? I go, Yeah. And then Bronco was like, well, we have to do something way up here, way down here. And then I said, or way over here. And that's what Longy is today. Made a huge splash, pun intended. Just outstanding. Okay, so he fired off the boosters. Coming up in 30 minutes, we'll hear from the man who discovered and recruited Motokiai Longy in Tonga. Jerem goes one-on-one with BYU defensive line coach Steve Kafusi. BYU football took off from that boost that Longy gave them and launched a monster success of a recruiting day. It may or may not have any impact whatsoever on the upcoming 2015 football season. Zero. And 2016. 2017, he's back from his mission in February. And then he'll have six months to do whatever to get in shape. However, the publicity and the image that BYU football gained because of that yesterday does have an immediate impact. They're in the news. They're relevant. The, the, any perception of any leftover sour taste from the brawl is gone. How, that's because BYU looked like they just had fun yesterday. This is a, can you have fun when you have an honor code like that? That's the thing people think, right? Yes! BYU had fun, and it looked amazing, and it was awesome, and I didn't see anyone else that produced anything close to that. <laughs> and it, it's because you rap. It's because you smile. <laughs> it's because you have I – mean, the video that BYU football video – uh, produced in yesterday afternoon. If you haven't seen that, watch that. That gives you a good taste of what it was like to be there. The lyrics that Mark Atuaya sent out during the Longy rap. My favorite line <laughs> in all of that is, they're wondering how we're doing it here because we don't, we don't drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> they so take good. those like at 4 a.m. 
They, yeah, they got there at four. That's <laughs> well why, done. Why are they there Preston at Hadley, four? Brandon Bradley, and Mark Atuaya. Okay, it has an impact on future recruits and the recruiting classes. As for yesterday's signing class, 23 inked the dotted line. Pretty darn good, Jerem. BYU ranked 50th, according to ESPN, which, given from the pool that BYU has to recruit from, is a win. I mean, you want to you be top 30 or whatever. How do you rank a recruiting class? Yeah, so yeah. I, I really don't care all that much about that. However, if they said BYU was the 13th or something, I'd be like, yeah, what's up? So take it with a grain of salt. BYU, Many grains fact. Of salt. Why is that a phrase? According to social media yesterday, BYU greater than Snoop Dogg's son, Cordell Brada, signing to play at UCLA. Okay, that is Snoop Dogg's son. He was Week like three, le- September nineteenth, leading up to recruiting day. ESPN releases this five-part series on Snoop Dogg and his son Cordell, who's going to Bishop Gorman High School in Las Vegas, and where he's going to go play football. He's a four-star recruit. All of this publicity, BYU blew Cordell and everything else out of the water. They had a PR home run yesterday. Yeah, it was great. There was a dude at Baker University. Sounds fake. Who signed? Who's six five four twenty? But, but he he's just, chunky. But yeah, he he looks the part. He's okay. healthy. <laughs> okay, he's ripe. <laughs> what, what other phrases can we use? Know. I don't want to offend anyone. Um, four twenty is what it is. Look, hey, Longy's four ten, and this kid's four twenty, and they look entirely different. Longy is V shaped, like it's crazy. Bronco said when he shook his hand, it went up to his elbow. And that's probably not that much of an exaggeration. Everything that happened yesterday gets us excited, more excited, for what goes down on September 5th in Lincoln, Nebraska. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 212. See, I like it when we get down to, when we don't have to go 219. Okay. And Peter Griffin is like, nye, 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 nye. 212. That one, just, that one just sounds right. We're getting close to sub 200. That's when it gets real, people. <laughs> Let's go back to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. We have sent out a photo on BYU Sports Nation's Twitter account, and we asked you to caption it. It is an image from the BYU football coaches dancing and celebrating in the office yesterday. And uh, you've sent in some really <laughs> good responses. At Dilly Dally, in honor of Coach and I, after first downs, fans should do the shaka chop. Hashtag Aloha Mighty Cougars. <laughs> Seriously, it's the tomahawk chop, man. Oh, awesome. Oh, so good. At Sports Bros. Boise, Idaho, where's a map? <laughs> a reference to the Singles Ward movie. Nice. It's so good. Preston Hadley wins that dance contest, by the way. Brandon Bradley's pretty good. Brandon's good. Those two, man. Bronco said he's going to work on it. Yeah, he told us that no, yesterday. Not. Hey, there's a big basketball game tonight as well. A make-or-break contest with Pepperdine in Malibu. Game day preview with your daily RPI update, Jerem. B to the white to the U. Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation and join us by using the always friendly hashtag BYUSN. Men's basketball tonight versus Pepperdine, 11 p.m. Eastern time. You can listen to that on BYU Radio. That you can. You can also watch that game on a myriad of, well, cable CSN channels. California, Time Warner Sports, or Time Warner Cable, and Root Sports. So if you don't get it, good luck. I 
Not sure. Maybe, Maybe the, w. the w. TV. Yeah. Well, there you go. Our Twitter question today dealing with BYU football recruiting day. We've asked you to caption a photo of the coaches celebrating in the coaches' offices. Uh, keep those coming in. At Kirk Kinsey says, Mormon Church announces new one-hour Sunday service. <laughs> I would react that way, too. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Never going to happen. Never going to happen. Never. Big I'm, basketball game to. tonight. That's going to happen. BYU at Pepperdine in Malibu. We've been calling this the make or break in Malibu for NCAA. The NIT bid is on the line. Tournament, at-large tournament hopes. Hey, we've said for a long time, BYU needs to go... Essentially, 8-1 and one in the back half, and that one loss can Gonzaga. be to Gonzaga. They have to, have to go 8 no before Gonzaga. Their longest win streak in WCC play in almost four seasons now is six games, mm. as we pointed out the other day. They've got two in a row now. This is the game tonight. It is a quest one for the team. third seed in the West Coast Conference Tournament. You go into Vegas with the fourth seed, it's over. You're in You're trouble toast. because you have to play Gonzaga. In the semifinals. Okay, the nice thing is BYU's tied for third right now. It's seven and four with Willie the Wave and Pepperdine. Okay, one of the most unique mascots in the West Coast Conference. Yeah. We get to see all of them in Vegas because we're there the whole time. Um, the line from LMU is pretty good as well. If BYU loses tonight, NIT bound, man. I I hate saying that, but that's how it is. They might already be NIT bound. I don't well, know. Well, in terms of at large hopes, all right, because yes, p- people uh, yes. always assume say, that if you, you can, win the title, you, you get win in. The Stop. Tournament. Stop. Yes. Yes. That changes your fate. You can change your fate. Um, but BYU, I don't think, is beating Gonzaga in Spokane or in Vegas. I don't think anyone is. I think they're stinking good. So tonight is a big game. It's weird to say it's a big game with Pepperdine, but it really is. BYU played a, a terrible game. In Provo, the first time against Pepperdine, and lost by six. I think if BYU plays okay, they can win this game. Kyle Collinsworth should be back to play in this game. And I think BYU has realized the importance of rebounding to their team. I imagine that we'll see the following starting lineup. Complete, absolute guess on my part. Kyle Collinsworth, Anson Winder, Tyler Hawes, Dalton Nixon again, Corbin Kafusi, who did sprain his ankle, so there's a chance he maybe doesn't start. Will it be Ryan Andrus, who had eight rebounds in that win over Santa Clara? If tonight BYU starts Ryan Andrus and Dalton Nixon, that is an unbelievable sign of where BYU's at this, se- this year due to injuries and personnel. <sighs> this late in the season, starting two freshmen in the post, I mean, that's maybe where BYU's at. Well, they did that last game with Kafusi with and Co- Nixon. That's a great point. He he doesn't feel like a freshman anymore because he's that played a lot he's of the played year. a lot. That's right. He is, though. You're we right. We had Ryan Andrus in studio earlier this week, distributed the BYU Sports Nation karma to the six foot ten center out of American Fork. Dave Rowe spoke about Ryan and his performance earlier this week. Uh, there's a good chance, you know, that we're down to the spot where, you know, he could, he could play a, a lot of minutes this weekend, and, and hopefully, if he gets a lot of minutes, that he can be as productive as he's been. The good thing he told us was. Because of what he did against Santa Clara, the confidence just goes through the roof. It's like, yeah, okay, I've, I've been here before. You get those butterflies out of the way early, and you know that you can compete at that level. Against Santa Clara is one thing. That's the only issue. Bad rebounding team. It's, it's nice. I mean, you, you do it, and you feel like, okay, I can do this. I'm capable because I haven't done this yet, but I thought I could. So, BYU really has to rebound the ball tonight. And Pepperdine, one of the best teams in the country at defending the three. So BYU has to be okay from the three-point line. They cannot go three for 15, three for 20 like they did against St. Mary's uh, and was it San Diego? Yeah. 
Yeah, they, cannot... they, they shot poorly from three against Pepperdine as well. Pepperdine no, St. Mary's, they were they were okay, I think. At home against Pepperdine, I think it was they were like 23% yeah. on their home floor. It was really bad. I'll look it up. You can't you can't be terrible from three. The other thing, the other there were many things that went on against Pepperdine in that first loss. BYU only got to the line eight times. That was that was a huge issue. In fact, the made free throw margin was plus eight for Pepperdine in that game. BYU lost by six. BYU has to get to the rim and get fouled tonight. How big how big of a game does Tyler Hawes need to have? That's a question. It really depends on Chase Fisher, let's be honest. If Fisher shows up, Tyler Hawes doesn't have to go 25-plus. If Fisher is in double figures, Tyler can hang in the 22-25 to 25 range. Because then he doesn't have to carry the load. Kyle Collinsworth needs to play better. He was, he was sick against Pepperdine, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he, he had, had an IV in earlier that day. He could barely run up and down the floor. Four points, one of eight from the field. Now, that, that's not noteworthy, well. Jeremy. That's noteworthy. A healthy Kyle Collinsworth, is he alone? Enough. He's not healthy. To be, he Pepperdine. didn't play in the last okay, game. Okay, okay. In terms of, he's not dealing with the flu and has an IV in his body on game day. It's he's still not a hundred percent. I don't know what he's at, but that's bad. Collinsworth and Fisher combined for twelve points on four of seventeen shooting. I don't see that happening again tonight. Skyler Halford did not score. I think BYU's in, what, version 6.8 or it something was, at this it was point? The wor- it was the worst and weirdest night ever at the Marriott Center. I can't say ever. I don't know all the nights. It was very weird, though. In our history. <laughs> I don't know what that means. We like superlatives. I don't. I know you don't. I like superlatives. No, I like them. I just don't think you can. You can't. Listen, you can't use them in vain. You said the weirdest night ever. You said that. No, I said it was one of the weirdest nights you ever in the Marriott weirdest Center. weirdest night ever. Let's go back and watch that show. We don't have time for Ain't nobody got time for that? <laughs> I'm calling you I, out, man. How do I know that in, in 78 there wasn't a weirder night? In 94? You don't. How, I, you how don't. do I know that Russ Larson and Mark Durant didn't have a weird night? Well, you, you go off of what those guys told us after the game. I'm not going to talk to everybody. So those guys told us that, this. though. It was super weird. Who cares if it was number one or number 17? <laughs> Who cares if you always recruiting class number 50? We just haven't argued in a while. I just want to argue. It right feels now. so good, doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it just let's just bicker? <laughs> you can bicker. You can. BYU Pepperdine tonight, eleven Eastern, nine Mountain Time tip. Another late start for the Cougars. It's love those late starts, yeah. man. It's watch basketball. Let's play it on the West Coast. But if they win, if they win, it's like it's worth it. If they lose and it's a late start, that that one, that just hurts. I'm glad you feel that way. I'd rather the games be at seven. No, they're on the East. West Coast, so they're going to be an hour later. But in this case, they're two hours later. It would be great if Tyler Haas had an outstanding game so that he could further his chances of breaking Jimmer's record at home. On his way to making BYU basketball history, Tyler Haas is chasing Jimmer on BYU Sports Nation. 114 points away from passing the Jimmer. That's it. He can do it if... If he averages 22.8 points per game. He can do it at the end of the San Diego game. Which is his home home finale. That would be like the perfect send-off. I really hope that's the final home game of the season, by the way. Catch my drift there. Not in the NIT for sure. You know what we forgot to do? Your daily RPI update. Oh, boy. It's the Daily RPI Watch on BYU Sports Nation. This just in. BYU basketball up two spots from yesterday to number 57 in the team rankings RPI. They're up four spots from Tuesday's 61. BYU 2-3 and three against the RPI Top 50. 3-5 and five against the RPI Top 100, as stated earlier. 
enormous game tonight at Pepperdine. <laughs> Thank you, broadcast voice. <laughs> You're welcome. We'll be seeing you soon on CNN. I love it. I you go you you go into the Edward R. Murrow mode, and Edward, that's you the just, news. You just dropped an Edward R. Murrow. Like ninety eight percent of people are like, "Who's that?" No, he's good luck and good night. And that's the news <clears throat> is uh, Walter Cronkite. Yeah, sorry about that, news purists. <laughs> Didn't so, mean to offend anybody there. Um, I'm trying to think who would be offended there. <laughs> Dale Cressman <laughs> in the comps program here. He might be hey, Robert Wallace. Come on, man. Yeah, sorry about that. I got hey, I straightened it out. I corrected myself on the Maybe air. Joel Campbell. Now here's the Spencer. Thing, here's the frustrating thing about this RPI, Jerem, is we are RPI watching because that we do it every day. Because we need to. Okay. Oh. Generally yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year we we sort of watched it and we said, well, is really high. They're oh, it was the it was the 30. barometer. It was the gauge where I knew like because their RPI was so high that even if they lost to Pacific and Portland, like they were still in good they, they, shape. They were still in good yes, shape but because was, of the RPI. Yes, but there was doubt despite there was, that. There was doubt, but... There's major doubt now because exactly. you have that same situation and your RPI is like lower 20 RPI. spots lower. Exactly. It's 57 right now. It's bad news right now. You have to, you have to win Isn't out. Isn't it funny that a win against 131? Pepperdine is 131 in the RPI. <laughs> I keep thinking, like, why is this a big game? I know all the reasons why it is, but it's like, What? There's a chance that BYU can have up to four top 50 wins at the end of the season, depending on how things go with St. Mary's. Long Beach. And if Long Beach State UMass Stanford, climbs up. UMass is 49 right now. And hopefully, do you want St. Mary's to climb? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think yes, it helps. Up next, Daniel Sorensen, Kansas City Chief, former BYU football star in studio. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. The Cougar Club supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live. Simulcast on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. And you can watch us on BYU TV. If you can't do that, download the show podcast on iTunes or at BYUSportsNation.com. Basically, you have no excuse not to watch the show. There are a gajillion ways to watch the show. A gamillion? A gamillion ways. A chameleon ways. (laughs) Tonight, women's hoops versus Pepperdines on BYU TV and BYU Radio, 9 Eastern time. Spencer Linton on the call. We should also mention, coming up, uh, my conversation with Steve Kafusi. how BYU found Mount Mormon Modikiai Longi. Interesting story. And he gives the proper pronunciation as well. And the full name and what they call him, the nickname. All right. Yeah, Modikiai Tokolo Longi. Is that right? Thanks for spoiling that. I just teased that we will hear I don't know that. If, I don't know if that's it, though. I was asking, I was asking a question. First, it's women's softball. Oh, no. oh my goodness. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> I love Steve Carell's impersonation of that. Uh, yeah. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Recruiting awesomeness, as Jerem just mentioned. Mo Longy just going viral still today. Wall Street Journal, New York Post, Washington Post, ESPN Sports Center, Fox News. Yeah, it's, it's transcending sports. BYU basketball game day for men and women, and BYU women's soccer signs four top-level recruits, including the number one-ranked goalkeeper in high school, Sabrina Macias, out of Thunder Ridge High School in the Denver, Thunder Colorado Ridge. area. That's an awesome name. Thunder Ridge. They have a great, they have a great athletic program. I would know that, right? No one breaks down Thunder Ridge <laughs> athletics like BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> Yesterday we had the opportunity to talk with Kansas City Chief and former 
BYU football star Daniel Sorensen. He's back here finishing school and taking care Good for him. of a number of other things. Yeah, he's going to come back, get his degree, about to become a father. We talked about everything, and he was here to help out with the recruiting day special at the BYU football offices as well. Enjoy this two-on-one all-access with Daniel Sorensen. Daniel Sorensen of the Kansas City Chiefs, the only team to beat both Super Bowl participants. That's right. You informed wow. me of that last week. That's right. That's correct. Is that your claim to fame, at least to get you through the offseason? Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? The last time we talked to you, it was in the combine, you know, trying to make a team and whatnot. You end up making the 53-man roster. Congratulations. Yeah. What was that experience like this year? It was a bit of a roller coaster. So I made it to training camp. I make the 53-man roster first week. And then the bolts start flying. And uh, had a little bit of a rough game the first game. Moving back, back down to the practice squad, they say, hey, we need, you know, you need some time to develop and, and, and to learn and to grow. It took about six weeks on the practice squad and then came back and I was ready to go and finish the season nine games active. And, yeah, it was a bit of a roller coaster, but it ended great. So, What do the coaches say to you when the season is over after your rookie campaign? Uh, yeah, so I went in in extra interviews, and I'm like, hey, I, I want feedback. Tell me what I need to work on. And, and a lot of the feedback that I got was just keep doing what you're doing. You know, you're in the film room. You're working hard. We saw great things. Just just keep it up. And I was a little kind of – I wanted some more like, hey, you know, you need to work on this, some more critical feedback. But, I mean, I, I'll take it. Holy confidence boost, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if the coach is saying just keep doing what you're doing – then uh, that certainly that is a good sign. Well, now you're in the off season, and I know you're training with your brother Brad, who mm-hmm. has been a quarterback with the San Diego Chargers. What's your uh, schedule like these days? It's pretty busy. So work out uh, in the morning from like eight thirty to eleven, and then come back, eat lunch, then come to school, have class all afternoon, and then go back, do homework, and uh, watch basketball games. And why? Because are the brother-in-law yeah. <laughs> is Skyler Halford. You married <laughs> Skyler's sister. That's right. So uh, my Thursday nights and Saturday nights are usually occupied with watching basketball, which is great. He's playing well, and so it's, it's fun. Okay, now you're, you're finishing up school. You walked into the studio with a, a bright orange backpack uh-huh. on. Yeah, what is that? Uh, how do you have time for school amidst all of this? <laughs> I don't. I didn't think I was going to either, but my wife convinced me I needed to, to finish up. So I got about four classes left that I'm trying to finish and graduate. And, and that's it? So this time that's next year, I'll just uh, just relax, focus on on working out and stuff. No, it's a red backpack, and that is okay, because it's a Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> it's backpack. Diff- it's a different red. It's, a di- it's, a di- it's, it's not crimson. Okay, so no. so- okay, I'll be honest. I walked into the building um, earlier today, and there was a guy with a University of Utah sweater on. I almost closed the doors. I was like, what? <laughs> I was going to say, he said, thanks for opening the door. And I almost said, well, I, I don't know if I should I have. regret doing it. <laughs> Why, what, are you do- what are you doing here? That's what I should have asked. I, I think it's great that you were an undrafted free agent who made it into the league and played in a bunch of games. Have you kind of taken that in of, you know what? It was a harder road for me. Do you feel that accomplishment? Absolutely. Um, looking back and as I look at some of the guys that are preparing to go through the same process, um, it, it was tough. It, it was a grind. Um, the entire year from, you know, training for the combine and pro day to actually training camp and all that stuff. And then the season, it's a, I mean, there wasn't a break between that, you know, that year span. Uh, but it is a, a huge accomplishment. And I, I've kind of personally taken it on as uh, this motivation, kind of a chip on my shoulder. Like, I am going to be this undrafted free agent that goes on and I want to accomplish this, 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 and this and look back and say, yeah, I can prove you wrong 
this is what I was able to accomplish. You know, uh, no one really gave me anything or, you know, just kind of that kind of attitude. And, and that's my motivation. Maybe won't motivate other guys that are in a similar situation and say, hey, man, you know, I can do it. Anybody can do it. So. Straight out of Colton, California. Daniel Sorensen with us on BYU Sports Nation, former BYU great, now a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I've asked you this question before, Daniel, but I want you to answer it for the rest of BYU Sports Nation, and that is, what was your welcome to the NFL moment? Welcome to the NFL moment. Uh, there was, there's probably several. Um, I would say uh, that first game, <laughs> um, jumping off sides and having Andy Reid kind of, you know, yelling at, <laughs> yelling at the special teams coach, asking him what, what he's doing, and the special teams coach looking at me like, what are you, you know, and I'm sitting there thinking like, I don't know what I'm going, oh, what's going on, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I can't think of a specific one. Um, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Making a, did, have you, did you tackle a certain guy where you're like, I just made a tackle in the NFL on this guy. Ted Ginn Jr. I Ooh. tackled Ted Ginn Jr. on, on punt. That was like pretty cool. Wow. I okay. Like, I like tackled him and I was like, wait, that's Ted Ginn Jr. You know, that's pretty cool. Did <laughs> We talked a lot <clears throat> last year about your, uh, maybe your greatest quality is the ability to cover punts. Did you get a chance? I did. Uh, so kind of my special teams, the way it went throughout the years, they just kind of moved me around depending on who was hurt. But I landed at the personal protector. Um, That's a tremendous title. Yeah, personal protector. Um, but uh, towards the end of the season and uh, kind of, you know, got comfortable in that role and started playing um, and understanding how you play that role. And I felt uh like i made you know an impact by you know making some tackles and different is that punt cover yep punt coverage so i'm running down there and and stuff and they started giving me some freedom of um you know when you see a certain look you don't need to sit in there and block just go Hmm. you know and so that was fun i can just play like a gunner and just try and be the first one down there and make plays I'd put it on your business card if I were you. Personal protection. <laughs> Seriously, I, I think, think that's you, fantastic. I think you may have a career in that. You're going to have a long, fruitful football career, but when later. you're done, just <laughs> personal protector. <I'm> personal protector. <laughs> Daniel Sorensen with us on BYU Sports Nation. Daniel, you said the coaches are like, hey, just keep doing what you're doing. You're, you're watching a lot of film. You're doing a lot of great things. But I know you're going to be your own toughest critic. What do you feel like you need to do better to become a better NFL player? Uh, me for my role that I have right now on the Chiefs, um, I feel like I need to I need to be able to learn uh, multiple positions. Um, I need to be that guy, uh, hopefully that that they can count on when somebody goes down or or they need me to hey we need to play this position this week or uh, those kind of things. Um, and so that's kind of what I've been trying to focus on. I need to do a better job maybe in this off season of of just getting in the film room watching film just understanding football, the game of it, how it works, and and go back ready to be like, hey, whatever you need, I'm here for. So, When you look uh, ahead to what BYU is doing with its schedule, um, do you get jealous at all I of do. the schedules Absolutely. that they're putting together? Yeah. Which, which game sticks out that you're like, man, I wish I could have played that team or teams? Well, there's a number of them. Uh, open with Nebraska this next season. That's awesome. And then um, – Michigan, right? Michigan State. They're coming to your neck of the woods, man. Yes, and then LSU. I mean, this is probably down the road, but yeah, Missouri, Missouri Missouri. at Arrowhead Stadium. At Arrowhead, you'll be at that game. I take it. I hopefully, if we're not away. Yeah, we need to see the. Hopefully, you're not. Well, I would assume you'd be away if they're going to play that weekend. Unless it's a bye. 
Unless it's a buy. Now we're talking. Could be a buy, yeah. Then I'll definitely Do you think Andy Reid's like, yeah, we better make sure we're in town so I can watch this in my own stadium? <laughs> I hope so, because I'll be right there with him. What's the relationship like with Andy Reid? There's this perception that, hey, he loves BYU guys. He's going to have BYU guy on the roster. He does. Um, I don't have so much like personal contact with him. Um, because Other he, than him yelling at your coach to yeah, yell at you? Yeah, because <laughs> he, he manages more of the, you know, the offensive side and, and things like that. Um, but I, I do know there's a lot of respect um, for BYU that he has. And then um, I think that, that transfers over to some of the respect that he has for me. And um, I, I, I've understood that uh, in the past he's really liked uh, BYU guys and, and likes to bring them on because of the character qualities and hardworking and great special teams players. And so I just try, try and fit that role, try and, you know, keep that going as long as I can. So sure, you you were kind of thrust into the limelight, especially in the preseason, because Eric Berry was out with uh, an injury, and and now he's dealing with a whole other uh, uh, set of issues. We'll talk about that in a second. Mm. But you being thrown in right from the get go, how was that? Was that like you know drinking water from a fire hose? Absolutely. So that first game, um, the night before or two nights before, they they hadn't declared the starting lineup for the first preseason game. And there was a possibility that I could start. And that was so far from my understanding because I was the rookie free agent that had come in and the last one to come in. So during training camp, I had gotten some of the third, fourth string reps, you know, and then all of a sudden, wait, I could be starting. And so, you know, I had a a long couple of nights before our first preseason game. But, yeah, I got the call, and it was was pretty crazy. Um, I remember, I think it was maybe the second or third play, A.J. Green goes for like 40-something yards right over the top of of me and the other safety, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? (laughs) That sounds like a welcome to the NFL moment. (laughs) That is, yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of drinking out of a fire hose, but – I want to say that it might have been because of Eric Berry's injury and those opportunities that maybe led yeah. to me making the team. and Difficult, but maybe plays. the best thing for you, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's what you want. You want opportunities in, in the NFL, and you have such a small window, you got to take advantage of them. So yeah. I was given the opportunity. Eric Berry is a really good individual. Everybody I've talked to that's coming across past him in the NFL is like, that guy is one of the good ones. Um, now he's uh, dealing with a cancer situation. I know you're, you're friends with him. You've had a, a chance to talk to him. What's the situation with Eric there in Kansas City? Yeah, so um, he approached us after the Raiders game, and uh, coach told us, and he, he came up and talked and, and explained the situation. Then he left to Georgia, where he's from, um, to start his treatments. So he's going through chemo right now. Um, I haven't heard the latest update, but, um, yeah, he, he's – Confident, and um, as far as we know, that that is a very uh, curable uh, type of cancer, and that it's got a high success rate. And so um, he was super confident and, and told the team in team meeting that, hey, I'm going to attack this like I attack everything, like I attack the weight room, like I attack football. You know, I'll be back from this. So what did you learn from him on the football field? Everything, anything and everything I could learn from him. You know, I'd watch him at practice. I'd watch film on him. I'd watch, you know how he interacted with the other teammates in the meeting rooms and while we're watching film and different things like that. I mean, he's a three-time Pro Bowl safety and, you know, uh, just a few years older than I am, which is incredible to see what he's accomplished. And so um, he's a great individual and everyone respects him. He's kind of like the guy on our team. He's the leader. He's the voice. And so he's somebody definitely that I look up to and try and emulate as much as I can. 
Daniel Sorensen with us. A uh, couple of quick things before we wrap up. Uh, your prognosis of the BYU basketball program and their chances to make the NCAA tournament now that you're watching every Thursday and Saturday night. Yeah, I think they're uh, they got a push. They got they got two wins under their belts, um, a tough one, and then and then they look like they um, played really well this last game against Santa Clara. And and I think they if they just keep it going, just just keep beat that roll going. Got to beat Pepperdine. Absolutely. So <laughs> got to do it. We want to wish you congratulations. You're about to become a father as well. Your wife that is, right. is pregnant. And, In May, uh, that's the best time to have a baby. Man. <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> is that when uh, of all you... the babies I've had? It is the best. <laughs> May, May birthday, so that's what's up. Yeah. I'll hand pound that for sure. Daniel Sorensen with us. Daniel, great to have you here uh, during this recruiting period for BYU football, and good luck the rest of the way with uh, fatherhood and school. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Daniel Sorensen on BYU Sports Nation. Great to talk to him, as What a always. great story. Undrafted free agent, made the 53. Uh, yeah. and, and, like, white safety. That's tough, right? Eric Weddle and then crickets, right? Yeah, well, Eric was a second-round draft pick. He was. He's my... On, the only Utah player I've ever he's liked. He's Daniel Sorensen's idol. No, no kidding. Like, and and you see why he's the. And he plays for the San Diego Superchargers. Super That's good. Okay. <laughs> but uh, funny story about Eric Weddle this week. Warren Sapp tweeted out about Eric Weddle saying that you can't pick this guy out of a lineup and you're going to pay him eight million dollars a year to play NFL football. Well, Eric had his revenge, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> yes, you will. And people are like, wait, what happened? <laughs> Google Warren Sapp if you want to know more on that story. <laughs> <laughs> and a perfect way to transition into the Cougar Club. With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation and welcome to the club. Only five bucks a month. I told Brian Logan he could afford that. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Okay. <laughs> this is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. My name is Spencer Linton, sitting next to Jerem Jordan, the voice of men's volleyball. Friday and Saturday, BYU ranks seventh in the country. We'll take on Cal Baptist Friday and Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Check it out. Our Twitter topic today is caption the following photo, which we have sent out at BYU Sports Nation. And it is celebration video of the BYU football coaches after a successful recruiting day and a social media championship. I think Mark Cotteway screamed down the hall, let me see your Tootsie Roll, and then they just all came flooding into his office. <laughs> At Go Kook says, ACC said we're P5. ACC said we're P5! Well, if the SEC says no, that. No, ACC. I know, that already happened. If the SEC says, it says that, you will have that same kind of celebration. Well, in a way they already have. The teams are scheduling games with BYU. Then what's the point? Right. You know, why make that distinction? Because it's official. That's why. What we do know is BYU signed a 6'7", 410-pound, we hope, nose tackle. In we believe he's human. Motokiai Longi. Steve Kafusi went on a very lengthy road trip to recruit. Bronco Mendenhall mentioned yesterday that he sent out uh, two years ago. a recruiter two years ago to Fiji, Tonga, Samoa, uh, and New Zealand. Maybe, yeah, yeah. To, to look for these players and Mo Longy was discovered by Steve Kafusi. Jeremy, you went one-on-one with him yesterday and learned some interesting things. Take a listen. 
Okay, Mordecai Lange. I don't think I'm saying his name correctly. How do you say it? That's how you say his name. I'll have to review that later. And then he goes by he goes by his middle name, Taukolo. That's that's what his mom Taukolo. calls him, yeah. Okay. Sometimes they call him Coco around the house. <laughs> Coco will be easier for everybody. Big Mo, I think. How did you find this guy? Well, I um, you know, we've had uh, uh, different coaches and uh, former players from different places. Uh, you know, they've gone to Tonga uh, to do football, American football camp. And so Mone Angilao was uh, one that did a camp and also invited, uh, you know, uh, some coaches here from the States to go down there and uh, coach. They were able to send me photos of uh, the camps and also services they've done. And then I got this photo of this huge guy, and I was on the phone, like, who is this guy? And supposedly they've sent the film out to, um, you know, some of the Pac-12 schools and, of course, us. And, uh, and so that was the year that... Uh, Coach Mendenhall has asked uh, myself and Coach Atuaya to make the effort to reach out to Fiji, Tonga, and uh, New Zealand to see if we can find some some players. And I did take a trip out there. Um, I did see the uh, Takolo, um, you know, there at the high school and and uh, you know some of their workout they did in the morning. And uh, very impressed with his feet for as big as he was. And obviously, this message came from the other coaches that were there. And, uh, yeah, so I came back home. I sent all those information back to Coach Hall, and the kid was still in high school. He was still young, uh, you know, wanted to go on his Mormon mission after he uh, after high school. So here he is, you know, two years later, you know, he's he's coming this way to go serve on his mission. So uh, it was nice of him to, you know, stop by here and an unofficial visit to, you know, the CBYU and so forth. So and that's that's how it all happened. So, so he's on a two-year mission in Phoenix. Uh, do you want people to feed him or lay off? <laughs> and I told him when I saw that, you know, 410 pounds, when he weighed in, I thought he was going to break our scale downstairs. <laughs> uh, but uh, in my mind, I, was, I said to him, hey, that's good you're going to Phoenix. It's hot over there in the summer. <laughs> yeah, you might burn some of that off. You know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he knows that he needs to work on that. We'd love to get him down to about 360, somewhere around okay. there. Thanks, Steve. Okay, thank you. Steve Kafusi with Jerem Jordan yesterday during the recruiting day phenomenon. Coco. Yeah, Co- Coco. You'd like he, him down to 360. He goes by Taucolo or Coco around the house. So Big. now we know his full name. Morakiai Taucolo Langi. The third. <laughs> 50 yeah. pounds, though. He wants they him to lose to, 50 they pounds. They want him to lose 50 pounds. We so, were also told yesterday that he didn't, um, in fact, go to Liahona um, high school. He went to school. To, was it uh, Tonga High School? It was Tonga High School yeah. in Tonga. I like okay. how we're saying that. Tonga. Tonga. Well, you kind of have to because of the Tonga. Harvey Unga. Yeah, no, because it's Unga. it's Unga and Manase Tonga, and yeah. So now are we going to say Hawaii? No. Okay, we're picking and choosing no, our spots. No, but the ng sound is no, like. No, I got you. I got you. There where do this... you draw the line? I have no idea. In the sand. <laughs> For some reason, it has to be sand and not dirt or concrete. <laughs> and that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Five. There are five known photos of Mote Kiai Taukolo Langi. We have the five, and we've shown them on the show. We're tweeting them out as well. There's one with Bronson Kafusi. There's one of him with Harvey Longi. There's one of him with um, a lady. I don't know who she is. I'm Maybe assuming a, a relative or something. 
uh, a guy in the missionary training center in Provo who looks like he's four foot eight, but he's actually probably like five ten. Uh, and then there's one with Bronco Mendenhall and Steve Kafusi. Steve Kafusi is actually a really tall dude. There's one with Bronson Kafusi. He makes Those Bronson look small. Man. Bron- well, not small. Harvey Longy Long, really broke the news um, on Instagram, and I thought, well, who's this guy? I've not, I, I don't even know who this guy is. I thought, oh, ma- you know, maybe he's from Hawaii and he played football. You don't assume that a guy has to play football. It, Six, what's awesome seven, is four, ten. we're celebrating this, right? Like this is a fun story, and we're just going to forget about it. We're just going to have no idea about it. My mom lives in the Phoenix area. I'm going to be like, Mom, look for this dude, and don't <laughs> feed him too much. Go feed him and just find enough. him. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the Cougar Whip Around. Put a bow on the shell. Man, it's fun to win social media, isn't it? MySpace. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. A huge night for basketball. The men's team take on Pepperdine in a bubble-busting game between the Waves and the Cougars in Malibu. 11 Eastern. I'm going to get me that nap in. Yeah. Well, women's basketball before that on BYU TV. So you have the opportunity to watch four hours of BYU basketball on BYU TV, and you can listen to the men's game on BYU Radio. Both on BYU Radio. That is right. A rise and shout. (laughs) Brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com goes to BYU Athletic Marketing, BYU Football Video, and BYU Football Recruiting for killing it during the recruiting special yesterday and on social media. Social Media National Championship. We're number one! Thanks to Daniel Sorensen, Steve Kafusi, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN and BYUsportsNation.com. For Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to Brad Hunter, the punter. Hunter the punter! BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern in Radio Vision. Beat the waves. Let's go.